Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Apples and Oranges podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Apples and Oranges podcast. This is a show that compares what the world believes to what the Bible teaches. And I'm one of the hosts, uh, Jason Cardenosa. And and you are? I'm Ashley Duffner. And um, today we're going to have a conversation uh, about, um, a a little bit about purgatory, right? That's our conversation today. It's kind of a spinoff from the conversation that we had last week, last week, heaven and hell. Yeah. Last week we talked a little bit about heaven and hell and what they were like and what we thought about them. And then I kind of brought up the topic purgatory because somebody had asked me, one of the viewers had asked me um, if we were going to do a, um, a, sh- a show on that because she was really curious about it. Yeah. And Who she, was this person? Uh, she was one of my relatives. So she's a relative of yours. Yeah. Um, is, and and uh, does she have a practicing faith? Does she... Yeah. Is she a Methodist, a Baptist, a Catholic, one of the uh, Presbyterian... I can't honestly. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, I, she's she grew up Catholic. I think she grew up Catholic. I think. Okay. But her friend, she was telling me, um, believes in believed in purgatory when she was alive, and she like swore about it to her, and she was just so, like, she didn't know why she believed in it so much, like. Why her friend believed in yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. Her friend was a Catholic, like, and, yeah. like, really spoke about it a lot, I okay. guess. And she didn't know why she thought she it was so true. It. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we're going to we're gonna try to have a, a somewhat of um, an in-depth conversation about what purgatory is. But I do want to, you know, just make this, uh, throw this disclaimer out there. Um, purgatory, as we're going to get into... It is really an understanding or a belief uh, that is held by uh, the Catholic religion. Mm-hmm. And, and so I want to say on the onset of our conversation here that this is in no way a conversation um, to diminish the Catholic belief. Um, this is in no way to challenge the Catholic belief. Um, again, Apples and Oranges is a podcast uh, that talks about the world's view and the biblical teaching and, and what we find in the Bible. So um, I, I just I just really feel like it's important to put that out there because you can you can make a, a certain population of individuals feel um, like we're attacking yeah. their belief or their mm-hmm. understanding, uh, and and that is not what uh, we're going to do here today. We're gonna uh, I'm going to ask it, uh, Ashley to define purgatory as the world knows it or as she knows it, uh, and then I'm going to definitely provide some context around what purgatory is but before we get before we get to purgatory mm-hmm. um, you know one of the things that I've been hearing a lot lately is is just how challenging the world is how um, it feels like every day there's a new battle in the world yeah. um, whether it's an individual one whether it's a family battle whether it's a corporate battle um, and so I just I want to add a new element to the show. I, I would love for our listeners to, to name it for us. I threw out, you know, I was driving to my, my work 
I have a rather long drive today. It was almost three hours uh, because of, of sure traffic. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a beautiful weekend this weekend. And so I have a lot of time to think when I'm doing these drives. And so I, I just thought, you know, well, maybe this portion of the show should be called uh, Moments of Hope um, or Glimpses of Light. Um, oh, that's good. Or, or, um, or Rays through the, through the Darkness or Rays Through the Clouds. You know, I, I don't really know what to call this moment, but I really think that we just need to take a moment to just praise some of the good things that are going on in the world around us. I think that's a good idea. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so for those of you that are listening, again, you can, you're hearing us on Spotify, Apple Podcast. You may be watching us on, on YouTube. Uh, send us your comments. What, you know, what should we call this moment? Also, send us your moments. If there's something that you, that you think that we should do a shout-out, whether it's a person, whether it's a group. Um, I, I want to take a moment today. Uh, it, it's interesting how quick the story came and how it left. Um, so we're in Jersey. We're in New Jersey. Yep. And this is actually pretty close to your, your maybe your home. Um, New Jersey sometimes has wildfires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and this week, I think it was Monday, um, we w- you know wake up to the news that there's a wildfire in southern New Jersey. Yeah. In the Batstow Park area. That's where I used to live. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You, you, right. You, I think you went kayaking or something. Yeah, I did. Over mm-hmm. there, right? And so I just wanted to give a shout out because um, the firefighters, the men and women who fought this um, this wildfire, uh, they just did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, thirteen uh, over 13,000 acres were burned. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, wow. It was so close uh, to people's homes. I mean, lives could have really been um, drastically changed. Mm-hmm. And because of the hard work of the men and women of the forest fire um, community, the volunteer firefighters uh, that fought this wildfire, they contained it uh, in, in only a couple days. I mean, again, it was, it was Monday. It was top news. And and I, I don't even know what the result is. It's, it's out. It's, yeah, it's, I actually believe it started on Sunday. Sunday morning, I think, and then I read that by Tuesday morning, it was 85% contained. Tuesday morning. Yeah, and then they thought, they foresaw that it would be completely contained by the end of the day on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, so, so here you, you like, if that, ha- if that, if that's an accurate news story, mm-hmm. Sunday Father's Day. Yeah. Um, not, you know, I, I really don't know the percentages of workers that are firefighters, but I, I would think that there are men, far more men than, than women as firefighters. Uh-huh. Um, and so here they're, they're celebrating possibly Father's Day, and they get called into action. And they moved, I mean, because it was windy. I, I went golfing on, oh, yeah, on Sunday um, with windy. my family. It was very windy. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that fire, it could have been far worse. It could have changed a lot of people's lives. But um, the, the men and women, uh, they were called to action, and they really did a fantastic job. So just, um, you know, again, moments of hope. Um, Glimmers of light. I, again, I don't know what you want to call the moment, but we, but we need to make sure that we're, we're adding some hope to our conversations, um, some glimpses that there's not, that there's not just evil in the world, that there is a lot of good out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so thank you again for those of you that fought that fire. We, we really appreciate your hard efforts and, and all that you did to get that under control. All right, so let's get back to our topic, um, purgatory. And so let, let's 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 jump right in, Ashley. 
what, what do you believe purgatory is? Okay, so when my Grammy had mentioned it to me, I was like, purgatory, that sounds really familiar. And then she talked about it a little more, and I was like, oh, okay. My understanding of what purgatory is is basically like the waiting room before you go to heaven. But I really don't know that much about it. That's why I was like, that's a really good question. And I really don't know how to answer it. So I probably will say, hmm, let's do a podcast episode on it because um, I feel like a lot of people might have the same question. Yeah, it, it's um, it's a really good question because it is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, would you say that um, the far majority of those that are listening to our podcast have heard about heaven? Yes. And would you say that the majority of those that are listening or watching our podcast have heard about hell? Yes. And why do you think that is? Do you have any idea why you think that they've clearly heard or, or a large percentage have heard about hell and have heard about heaven. Like specifically listening to our podcast? Yeah. Okay, because our last episode was about heaven and hell. Ah, for one. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> but, Good. If you didn't check out that episode, go to our archive. Yes. But also, secondly, I believe because heaven and hell are just so they're in the world so much. Mm-hmm. Like they're in every like people say, "What the hell?" you know? Like it's just like a known yeah. Those are no- known terms. Those are slangs. Yeah. Terms. Um, They're so widely used that yeah. people know about them. Yeah, I mean... So Maybe not, like, like in-depth know about them. Yeah. But they, like, have heard of what they are. So, really good point. Mm-hmm. And and so my my role on this show is, is to help provide a biblical view. Mm-hmm. And so what is interesting to note, people, my belief, or my... Why I think people know more about heaven and know more about hell is because um, in evangelical Bibles mm-hmm. and in Orthodox Bibles, heaven and hell is read all throughout. Mm-hmm. You, you find heaven and hell all throughout the Bible. Um, when you talk about purgatory, mm-hmm. why do you think people really don't know what's going on with purgatory? Because it's not in the Bible. What? So that I would I would say <laughs> That's you're. That's my guess. I would say you're about ninety percent correct. Okay. So purgatory is a topic that is really covered and is really studied out by the Roman Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. It's um, it is not. It is not um, a, a a belief, uh, for the Evangelical Church or the Orthodox Church, um, and so. When you open your Bible and I open mine, you're not going to read about purgatory. It's not in our Bible? It is not in the Evangelical Bible. It is not in the Orthodox Bible. So is it in a different Bible? It is in the Roman Catholic Bible. And you really come, where you find it in the Roman Catholic Bible is in a book, um, or it's, it's a one and a two book. Like in our Bible, we have First Kings and Second Kings. Uh-huh. We have First Chronicles and Second Chronicles. In the Roman Catholic Bible, they have the Maccabees. They have one Maccabee and two Maccabee. And why don't we have that? Well, it's a very good question um, as to why we don't have it. And the reason that we really don't have it is um, because the teachings developed in these books 
um, about purgatory are really, it's, let me think about how I'm going to say this. Um, so in the Maccabees, um, specifically, uh, I'm just looking for my verse here. Um, it, it talks about this scripture. Um, I'm sorry, I'm fumbling here. Um, it says in the Maccabees, in, in Maccabees 2, uh, or, or 2 Maccabees, verse 12, or, or chapter 12, verse 46, um, it is therefore a holy and wholesome thought to pray for the dead that they may be loosed from their sins. That's really the reference in the Maccabees about purgatory. And um, I think you said it in the opening, um, those who practice the Catholic faith, the uh, belief, um, and they believe in um, purgatory, say that this is, a, this is um, a place for those who are going to heaven but have not yet been cleansed from their sins to go and work off their sins. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sort of a holding place for them um and they're going to go there and they're going to work off their sins there's really no um there's no discussion on well how long um what do they do to work these sins off um but in the catholic belief that is really what purgatory is okay what do you think about that that's kind of what i thought i thought it was well i didn't know about like this working off the sins yeah because to me, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and thinking about it, like Catholics, that doesn't make sense for Catholics to believe either. I feel like. Yeah. Well, it again, we don't we don't want to yeah, disparage wanna, the Catholic n- faith, and, and make... there's logic as to why they believe what they believe. Okay. Really. Yeah. What? Why is it that? I'm sorry, I'm missing the point here, because it's written in their book. Because it's written in two books that when there were councils, Mm -hmm. and these councils were godly men that sat down and they went through the different books, and the councils felt that the the one Maccabee and two Maccabee didn't make it into the canon. It didn't make it into the Holy Scriptures. There are some, the Roman Catholic Church who believe that they should be included okay. in, in the, the book. Now, so we got to have this discussion of, well, what, you know, what's the logic behind it all? Yeah. And I want to take us back to our scripture that we read last week. I don't know if you remember when we did Heaven and Hell, we read in, in, chapter, in Luke about the story of Lazarus and the poor man. The yeah. beggar. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. And so remember in, in this, I just want to remind everybody here uh, really quick about the story. It says, that in case you didn't tune in, if you didn't, I'm a little disappointed that you're not tuning into our show every <laughs> Friday night that airs at 7 p.m. So it says this in Luke, the time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him off, uh, carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in Hades where he was in torment. I really want to stop there. Because um, 
Well, let me, let me finish the scripture, all right? He looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side, so he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me, and send Lazarus to dip the uh, tip of his finger in the water. You remember this story? Yes. Mm-hmm. And cool my tongue because I'm in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things while Lazarus received bad things, but now he is comforted here and you're in agony. And besides all this, between us and you is a great chasm um, has been set in place. So that, the, so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. Luke chapter 16, verse 22 through 26. So what's interesting to point out here is as Jesus is telling the story, notice he only mentions two destinations for people. Yeah. What are the two destinations? Heaven, Hades. He says Hades. He says which Hades. Is, which is hell. Yep. And then I, I didn't hear Abraham's what, bosom. Yes. He says Ab- by his side. He says he says Abraham's bosom is the first place, and Hades is the second place. And so it's really just interesting to point out that since Jesus is the very one telling the story, you would expect him to paint an accurate picture, mm-hmm. right? Like if he's telling this story. He's painting an accurate picture of life and death. So what's surprising is... There's no in-between. He makes no mention of what's in... There's no that he in-between. just went directly to He went to directly Hades. to Hades. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so, again, the belief of, of purgatory comes from the, the uh, second Maccabees. Um, and so, again, it's important that we... We frame the the definition of purgatory. Mm-hmm. So we have a clear understanding. Yeah. Okay. So as we understand it, this is the understanding of purgatory. All who die in God's grace, but still imperfectly purified, are indeed assured of their eternal salvation. But after death, they undergo purification so as to achieve the holiness necessary to enter the joy of heaven. Mm-hmm. So it's this waiting place. The first problem that we see with this statement is that all of us are imperfectly purified. Yes. Right. Would you agree with that? Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I think where my disconnect is here is that um, we're imperfectly purified because it's Jesus. So. Well, Jesus purifies us. Yes. So we're imperfectly purified because we are living in this human body. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're living in the sin nature. Yes. That we were born into, right? Mm-hmm. And so as long as we live in this human body, we'll deal with the effects of sin nature. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You tracking with me? Yep, that makes sense. Right. And so even though we're justified, mm-hmm. right? So Jesus Christ goes to the cross and he... he pays our price mm-hmm. for sin that we committed, that we are committing, and that we will commit, the yes. Bible says, right? So mm-hmm. even though he's justified and made righteous, we're imperfect because we still sin, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So now we don't live in sin, but we still fall victim to sin. So according to the definition of purgatory, none of us, none of us, would be perfectly purified when we die and would be therefore required to go to a place to get clean. Mm-hmm. 
See, so what, what they're what they're saying is we ask Jesus to come into our life. Yeah. Paid the sin. Mm-hmm. Wipes our sins clean. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we go and sin. Yes. The day after tomorrow we die. They're saying we now we need to be cleaned again. Ah, gotcha. Got it? Now that makes sense. Right? Yep. So, Jesus, we love you. Come into our life. Cleanse our cleanse us from our sin, and tomorrow we 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 are introduced to sin again, uh-huh. and we become unclean and we die. They say you got to go to purgatory and work off your sin. Okay. I understand. You understand? Yes. Okay. Now there's some there's some scriptural challenges with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for example, this goes against what Paul says in Second Corinthians five eight. 2 Corinthians 5.8, let me go there. Um, it, it, 2 Corinthians 5.8 says that to be absent or away from this body is to be present with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So Paul is saying here in, Corinthians, in 2 Corinthians 5.8 that as soon as you experience your last breath, mm-hmm. it is as though your spirit is immediately transported into the presence of God. Okay. Okay. So that so there's a there would be we would have to explain the the uh, the idea of purgatory mm-hmm. against that scripture. Mm-hmm. How can we go to a waiting place to work off our sins when Paul says that to be absent or away from our body is to be immediately in the presence of the Lord? Okay. Right. So, that's so my right. my other question, I guess, yep. about purgatory is that so it's like this in between a different place right god is not in that place or is he no he's not he's not in that place do catholics believe that he's not in that place correct okay yes and and again the whole reason for um their idea is because god can never be in the presence of unrighteousness okay gotcha Okay, Mm -hmm. so they're saying that, yes, you accepted Jesus Christ into your life while you were on the earth, but three days later you sinned, Mm -hmm. and the fourth day you died, you're unclean. And so you can't be in the presence of God because you're unclean. So basically what they're saying is is that God, Jesus is, Jesus, the the price that Jesus paid Mm -hmm. for sin was only a momentary price. It wasn't for, it was for the sins you committed yesterday and the sins that you committed at the time you accepted Jesus into your life. But they, they don't believe that they, they cover you for the, for your future sins. Oh, okay. Hmm. Now the evangelical world or the Orthodox world believes that Jesus's sin was a price paid once and And for all. all. And that when we sin, Mm -hmm. he is at the right hand of the father right now. And he is standing in the gap for those future sins. Mm-hmm. And, and so the way, again, I'm, I'm big on imagery uh, or imagery. So the way it looks is today I asked Jesus Christ to come into my life. And now I'm justified because Jesus paid the price of my sin. Gotcha. Tomorrow when I sin, mm-hmm. I'm being sanctified, which is the progressive process uh-huh. and as i'm going through the and, and tomorrow i sin jesus looks at god and says yep he sinned again but here's my blood mm-hmm. okay and so now i do want to point out that there's one blaring problem with the teaching of purgatory and so i really hope that it jumped out at you when we read what purgatory was 
The glaring problem is that purgatory makes the sacrifice of Christ insufficient. Mm -hmm. Yes, you that's what I was that? understanding that's, while you were saying it. <laughs> that, that, that's a glaring um, that's a glaring theological conversation we have to have uh -huh. because there's there the the understanding of purgatory being this place where now we go and work off our sin uh-huh is is a problem yep that's where when I first heard it I was like wait that doesn't make sense right because right. I I was always taught and believed that Jesus paid for all of our sins right so yeah. So paid. why would we have to work if if we believe that Jesus paid for it all? Right, and and so evangelical teaching, orthodox teaching, it teaches that there's nothing that we can do to pay for the price of our sin. Uh huh. Okay, there's there's nothing there. There is uh, it kind of again. It goes back to a, a, an earlier podcast. Hopefully, those that are listening or watching saw this. But no matter how many times I go and feed the homeless. Mm -hmm. When I get in, when I get in front of God and I face my judgment day, He's not going to say, "Okay, Jason, well you fed the homeless people one hundred times, mm -hmm. um, and you sinned two hundred times, so you still owe me a hundred. Yeah. He's not going to say it. He, he's going to say nothing I did is worthy. Only Jesus's sacrifice uh, on the cross. Yes. Is it, it meets the requirements for what is worthy jesus was the unblemished lamb who went to the cross he was the perfect sinless man mm -hmm. okay so if purgatory really is a valid place then the sacrifice of jesus wasn't enough uh -huh. and if it's not enough then it uh, if it's it, then it's not enough for you or for me mm -hmm. right so either Jesus' death and resurrection was a sufficient sacrifice and atonement for our sins, or, or it wasn't. Okay. Gotcha. That's, that's good. Right. And if you believe in purgatory, then what you're saying is that his sacrifice wasn't enough for all. This is contradiction to what the Bible teaches, because even Jesus himself declares on the cross it in John 19.30, it is finished. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Making sense. Yes. So I, I again though I do, uh, I do want to just again talk to my Christian or my my Catholic Roman Catholic brothers and sisters out there. Uh, there are other scriptures in the Bible that talk about reading things, reading this, vetting it out, searching out your salvation, um, and so I I just pray. That you're hearing what we're saying, you, you, and and you're just really going to the source, going to the Bible, then you find yourself in prayer, and you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the meanings that you're searching for. And I hope that our podcast is a little bit of uh, of a light um, to help you better understand, um, help you understand what purgatory really is. And and I also think that it's really important from a biblical standpoint to say, well. Pastor Jay, you're saying that Jesus Christ's uh, sacrifice was enough. Mm -hmm. You know, so I did just provide John chapter 19, verse 30, where Jesus on the cross lifted his head and his last breath. He said, it is finished. But here are some other verses that speak to the, the, to the sufficiency of Christ's sacrifice. Okay, so write these down as, as I'm giving them to you. 
This is in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 12 through 14. It says this, but when uh, the priests had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstools. For by one sacrifice, he's been made perfect forever. Those who are being made holy. Mm. Right, that's that. That's a pretty powerful one. That's good. First Peter three eighteen. Here's another one. First Peter three eighteen. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. Mm. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. One more. Uh-huh. Romans chapter five verse eighteen through nineteen. Consequently. Just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, talking about Adam there, Mm -hmm. the many were made sinners, talking about you, I, and everybody else listening, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. We've said that a number of times. We echo the Bible. He is the only, um, the, the only gateway to God. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you and I can do. There's no place we can go. There's no action we can perform that will be good enough in God's eyes except Surrendering our life to Jesus Christ and him crucified. First mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter two. What do you have to think think about that? I mean, we did that pretty good. Yeah, I, that, I was, that was really good. Minutes. That was a pretty good, uh, pretty good explanation there. Now, again, I, I would love again. This is a dialogue like we want to present the world's teachings mm-hmm. or the world's views to biblical teachings yeah those verses i'm going to say them one more time romans 5 18 through 19 first peter 3 18 hebrews 10 12 through 14 john 19 verse 30 are both in the roman catholic bible and in the evangelical or orthodox bible yeah the only difference is the books of Maccabee mm-hmm. that are found in the Roman Catholic Bible. So I, I would love for people to comment. Yeah. What do you think about this? What, what are your thoughts on what purgatory is? And I'd love for you to share some of, of how, you're, how you're logically getting to the beliefs that you understand mm-hmm. it to be. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what this was all about because I was, that's the same process for me. It's like, hey, I heard about this. How is it true or true to our beliefs or how does what we believe say maybe that's not what we believe? Yeah. So, because I've, I have never heard of that because I don't practice it, I guess. Yeah. Because it's not in my Bible. Um, Yeah. But, but I was really interested because I know a lot of people do believe in it. So I was like, hmm, I'm curious. Yeah, a, a lot of people do, and that's why we want to be sensitive to their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're presenting our point of view. Um, the the Bibles that we use, uh, the English uh, English Standard Version, mm-hmm. uh, we use the New International Version. 
we use the New King James Version. We use the King James Version. Um, these these um, are all different uh, translations, um, but um, we don't. You know, we, we're we're not in agreement with the Roman the Roman Catholic um, Church. Uh, so that's what purgatory is. Um, I hope that we helped those that are listening mm-hmm. understand a little bit more about what purgatory is. I hope that you would share your thoughts and your comments. Um, I, I pray that um, that you would receive this in an edifying way and in a way that would challenge you to search out Scripture. Mm-hmm. Because that's really what we need to be doing. We need to be yes. spending more time in our Bibles. We need to be spending more time on our knees in prayer, asking God to translate the Bible to us in a very real and understandable way so that we can apply it to our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think it's pretty important, like we, we're trying to get over 100 viewers or subscribers to our YouTube channel. Yes. So <laughs> for, for the, I'm transitioning a little bit away from purgatory um, to our, our podcast. Um, and so if you can share this uh, and, and get our subscriptions up to 100, and the reason is because I would really love to have one live live podcast yeah me too that's that's really that would be fun yeah so that so that we can maybe have somebody on the line who who has a belief in in the topic like purgatory Uh and and then we can just have a conversation back and forth we're gonna have a couple guests coming on our show uh here in the in the upcoming weeks so you know we hope that you've been enjoying what we've been doing Mm -hmm. in in so much that you would either share our spotify our apple podcast or our youtube and that you would become a subscriber to our youtube channel Mm-hmm. Um, again, I know there's a lot going on. I mean, today is today is uh, is a, another day that goes down in the history books. Uh, there, there's controversy dividing our country right now. Yes, um, the, for the sure. Supreme Court just uh, just overturned the Roe versus Wade. Um, over 50 years of, of legal precedent was just overturned today, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of people out there that are asking questions. There's a lot of people out there that are upset and that are angry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there are a lot of people that uh, are celebrating the decision um, and and that that are happy. And so uh, we're just trying to bring understanding as best we can. We're trying to bring hope um, and uh, and light to a dark world. Because uh, we we certainly need it. We need Jesus uh, in our lives. Yes. So I think that's all we got today uh, for yeah, purgatory. Was, it was a pretty was straightforward com- topic. Yeah, it was good conversation. Yeah, it hopefully was very you're well explained. Hopefully your relative talks to you after she hears about what purgatory is, yeah. and, and she doesn't uh, disown you. Yeah, she's not gonna disown me. Okay, well, just just <laughs> no. making sure. She, I don't know if she believed in it or if she had the same like. She was questioning it. Like, yeah. why does she believe that? You now know let what me, I mean? Now, let me ask you a question. From from where you sit, uh-huh. Did do you think that we did a good job explaining what yes. purgatory is? Yes. And explaining the biblical viewpoint yes. of why we believe what we believe? Mm-hmm. Because okay. I, I like that we in the end, it. we added why Jesus said, you know, like, it is finished. And, and how we had verses to back up that were yeah. covered after too covered by the blood there's a there's an old song covered by the blood uh, it's called power 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 wondrous work in power in the blood 
of the Lamb. Oh I'm going to end there, but it's a it's a really good song that I grew up with uh, when I was in Sunday school. So <laughs> I think that about does it for the Apples uh, and Oranges yes, podcast. <laughs> When's the, what do you mean? Was that embarrassing? <laughs> Tune in next Not time. <laughs> next Friday, 7. Oh, for me? Yeah. <laughs> next Friday, 7 p.m., right? Every Friday at 7 p.m. on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Ooh, ooh. Thank Tune you guys in. so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Later. Thank you.